Welcome everybody to the chat show. I'm your host, Mark Williamson. Thank you all for downloading. This week, my guest is Shane Adamzak. As we discovered, Shane's a friend of mine that I met in the comedy scene many, many years ago. And we realized that I'd call him a good friend. I haven't seen him for eight years. So this week's episode, we chat, we talk about Shane's travels in Canada and around what we basically catch up what we've both been doing for the last eight years. So if it gets, it's a bit reminiscent, but it's Shane's a good guy. Now, normally I'd plug shows, but Shane's been to Sydney and gone. So yeah, you won't get to see him if you're in Sydney, but if you, I think he's going to Brisbane and Perth. So just check out Shane Adam Zach. Um, I'll put a link in the bio to this. If you get a chance, he's, he's an actor, he's a comedian, he's very talented, he's a good friend of mine. You're going to enjoy this, yeah, you're going to enjoy this chat I did. Now, disclaimer, we did record this in our home away from home, the Westfield Food Court in Centrepoint, so there might be a little bit of noise. Um, yeah, anyway, I guess that's enough rambling. Um, yeah, no sponsor this week. Um, if you are out there and you would like to sponsor the show... Get in touch, email comedyonedge at yahoo.com or tweet me at mwchatshow. Anyway, nothing to plug other than a pretty good podcast. I'll hit the music. Welcome everybody to The Chat Show. I'm your host, Mark Williamson, and we are back in... We're in our travelling studio, that's right, we're at the Westfield Fancy Food Court. So apologies, There's a, since we last recorded here, a new business has opened up, Fluffy Clouds Filled with Amazing Goodness. It's a bow bar, a bar bow, and they're pretty good bow, but they're playing some music at the moment, so if it, it, they're giving us a soundtrack. Anyway, I'll, I'll explain more of that in the intro. No, you would have heard the intro by now. Anyway, I'm rambling, I'm really excited. My guest today is, well... I used to know him as Zach, but I think he's Shane. So, Zach Shane, how are you, buddy? I'm really good, man. Um, I feel like we're in... This is like a fancy food court that's like a second date. This is like a second date food court. Well, it kind of... You know what I mean? So, I, I don't mean to... Because I know the connotation. This is probably our third or fourth date. Because oh. I've known you now for 11 years. Sorry, you're full, you should give him the full name. You're Shane Adam Zach. Yeah, that's me. That's my You're name. in town. Now, this will probably go out after, but you're here for the Bondi Feast yes, Festival. Yes, I am. And your show is The Ballad of Frank Allen? It's a comedy about a man who lives inside another man's beard. Wow. Yeah. I'm, I will give you a review, ladies and gentlemen, because I'm going to see it Friday night. But if you're in... You guys tour this show quite a lot. Yeah. So, yeah. If it's you're been in, touring around for like two and a half years now. Wow. And it only just got to Sydney. Yes, it's taken a while for us to get to, to here finally, but um, I'm glad we are. That's good. Yeah, well, yeah. I'm glad you're here too. No, no, because I was the segue, now that we've got the intros out of the way. We first met in 2007 at the Melbourne Comedy Festival. Yeah. We it's, f- it's insane, in fact, to think yeah. that it was over a decade ago uh, that we met. Yeah, I know. We were fly about it. And in that time, we've probably been in the same city on six occasions. Yeah, sort of ships in the night, as yeah. it were. Like I, like, I can tell you, it's weird. Everyone's probably going, how do you memorise all this stuff? But it's kind of because I went... I went to your birthday party. You had a bowling birthday party in Perth. Yeah, that's right. I know, because I, I was that. like in town. You're like, come to my party. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, and shit. yeah, it was, it was cool because it's this retro bowling alley and they were playing Jordan. I really, yeah. Yeah, that would have been, uh, it would have been uh, Rosemount Bowl, I think we would have gone to. Yeah, is it still there? It's still there. My brother actually used to work there. Oh, sweet. Um, I'm not sure if he was working there at the time or not, but yeah, my brother worked there for a little while and he actually got a uh, tattoo. Of a skull and crossbones on his leg, where the crossbones are actually bowling pins, and oh. this skull has like bowling pin holes in the top. 
And he really regrets that tattoo now. So. Oh, that's good. Is your brother? What's what? What? Please tell me he's like a teacher or something. No, now, he's or? a he's a welder by trade. Um, yeah, he has quite a few tattoos that he regrets now. But the oh, thing wow. about a tattoo is, that, uh, so you, I was thinking, I'm much about it. not a tattoo person, but that sounds a pretty cool tattoo. Oh, it's a cool tattoo for for a man in his early twenties. Yeah. Think. But then, yeah, they age, they don't age well. No. I guess there's a lot of pressure. If it's on it's on his calf, did you say? Or um, I think that one's on his leg. Yeah. So you probably got to make sure he does leg days in the gym, otherwise. It's yeah. But he probably couldn't go really big leg days because otherwise it's going to warp. The it tat- warps the yeah bowling ball. It doesn't look like oh. a bowling ball anymore. You know, see the kids out there with as if any kids listen to this. No, the kids listen. The um, thing is, uh, we're so old now. The kids are in their twenties. But that's the thing. Like I see, I r- saw you today, and like I, I had that moment where, like, obviously, I've seen you on Facebook, and so I think the last time was probably maybe about two thousand and ten. Like it's been yeah, it's a been a fair while. amount of time. We have talked in that time. Yeah, but I think the last time I was here was when I was still doing stand up, and that was I quit doing stand up in about two thousand twelve. I think I don't want to go Mark Marinish, but any reason you just weren't enjoying it, or it it was. There was a few reasons. The main reason was I really wanted to focus on theatre because that's my, you know, sort of my trade and my background and stand-up was just something that came out of that. And I was enjoying stand-up for a really long time and it's sort of my main thing for a couple of years, which is sort of the the period where I met you. Um, But, yeah, I kind of just... Everything new I wanted to write wasn't stand-up and nothing new stand-up-wise was coming to me and I was just like, wasn't enjoying it as much. It got a bit repetitive and I kind of just went, oh, I can just... I can just stop doing it if I want, and I just so I just did. No, that's fair. It's fair because I yeah I remember your shows because 2007 I was lucky in that I did I, in the Melbourne Comedy Festival you do a whole month of shows and I think yeah I was only going five nights so I had Wednesday nights there's one night a week I didn't do shows so I got to see everyone else's shows oh, great and I went and saw your show you were now when I did 2007 you can Google you can Google the program because it's still online. My show was in a nightclub called F4, and yeah. yours was in a bar called Pony. Was it oh, Pony? Oh, that was the Pony. Yeah, that was like a like a sticky carpet punk rock. Oh, club. it was just like the pub that I walked in. I'm like, this would be amazing for seeing bands. Yeah. Then I sat down on the little, and I'm like, it's a good space for comedy. But the one thing I yeah I said it's a good space for comedy. Just don't touch the yeah. walls or the floor with any kind of bare skin. Yeah, like chlamydia yeah. for sure. But you did a great show because your show that year was you do because you do you're a puppet you're a puppeteer is puppeteer the right word amongst other things. Yeah, yeah. you do puppets. You do musical comedy. You've still got one of my favorite musical comedy songs of all time, Apricots. Oh, the Apricot song. I it's, believe it's a classic. You can find that on my uh, my album on Bandcamp. On ba- I have. I don't know if I've got your album, but I do have your. I do have a DVD of yours. Ah, um, I'll send you the. I'll send I'll you that. Yes, yeah, send that just yeah. for the apricots. I because like I've booked you a few times for shows, and I always put it in the request. I want yeah, the that's apricots. Reasonable. It's yeah. I had another musical comic who I won't name names, and we asked them if they would sing a particular song, and I said no pressure, no pressure, and they did do the song. But when they introed it, I got this long rant about how the promoter's making me do this song against my will and he was doing a flip, but it, it hurt. It was hurt. it can I if I guess correctly, will you tell me who it was? Oh. Uh, <laughs> see if you can <laughs> guess without saying the name. If not, you can just cut this bit. Was the song uh, I'm so postmodern? The artist, but not the song. Oh, uh, okay. It was the never ending story song. Oh yeah, okay. But just that is yeah, that story t- just screams of justice. We're talking yeah, we're talking <laughs> in the bedroom philosopher who is an amazing comedian. And he's just released a book, so go out and 
It's about ment- he's m- dealing with it, growing up with his mum with mental. It's a really amazing book. Go out and get it. And yeah, hopefully, I don't know. I want because you've got a podcast. What's it called? The Cave. It's called the Cave. Yeah. Now it's just it's you and your fr- you don't have guests or it's me and my friend Paul. We, we, we had guests in the beginning, but the thing was when we first started doing it, we were doing it from different countries, so we were oh, always wow. doing it via Skype. So occasionally we would have a guest. But since we started doing it in the same room, we kind of just like, we, we just enjoy it too much. But I think we, we're going to bring guests back. When we do live shows, we have guests. But do you get like, I don't know, like I get, with this podcast, I like, you're my mate, we're catching up. I'm like, oh, you'd be great on the podcast. Yeah. There are some acts I just don't, you feel like, uh, sometimes you ask, oh, do you want to be on a podcast? It's sort of like the modern day of getting an autograph. Like some people, you f- yeah. I get over, it's really, I guess what I'm saying is I'd love someone to book this show for me, but. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's one of those fun things where some some comedians they're so like well scripted and well rehearsed that when you get them into a room to just talk to them, like just one on one, like they they kind of struggle to to do it, or they or they sort of have this uh, impression that they've made, and that doesn't always translate to when you're just chatting to them. Yeah. You know? Well, I've got one of my mates who has appeared on the podcast but doesn't really like doing it. We have the best conversations. Like if it wasn't illegal in Australia to tape phone calls I just take that and release the podcast <laughs> yeah. but then when I the minute I say podcast he, they clam up yeah, so right. yeah it's it's not for everyone so what the cave pitch everyone everyone should listen to the cave I've listened to but for those out there what's it's basically it's a it's a semi-weekly pop culture geek and nerd podcast um, at least that, that's how it started it's sort of a little bit more more broad now it's basically just me and my lifelong friend Paul we get in a room we talk about geeky shit we like and then we do different segments we do games so oh, recently wow. i've been doing sort of like a role-playing game where i take him on a one-on-one like role-playing adventure uh which has been pretty fun we talk about we review movies nice that's uh, kind of fun so it's it's a little bit of everything but it's mainly like pop culture geek nerd pop, cu- pop sweet culture stuff, so yeah. check that out. i think there's a there'd be a very big crossover for my audience out there who would like check that it out. check out the cave it's i'll post free. the link it's all now, for so free. what have you been up to like you've we've i remember a couple of years ago you've been you, you go to canada a lot you tour a lot I do, yeah. I spend a lot of time in Canada. Most years I'm there, normally this time of the year actually, yeah. for about three months. Sort of there, basically for their entire summer I tour from the West Coast to the East Coast, or the East Coast to the West Coast. And um, yeah, doing the Fringe Festival circuit over there, which is like a lot of fun. If you plan it well, you can do like somewhere between like six and eight festivals, sort oh, wow. of all back to back. And there's a really like amazing community of artists and people over there that I just like become such a big part of my life now that like, I, I'm really missing them at the moment. Um, yeah, no, I'd imagine because we had um, a couple of podcasts back. We had Marcus Ryan, who's currently oh, yeah. at the Calgary Fringe or he's in Calgary performing. Yeah. Um, that's what, That was on your circuit or? Yeah, I. the only time I've ever been there was I wasn't actually performing in the festival. I was just there during the festival and I ended up having uh, emergency surgery. Oh, wow. Um, I, yeah, my appendix decided it didn't want to be in my body anymore. Um, so... The moral of the story is if you ever are going overseas and you're wondering whether or not to bother getting travel insurance, get travel insurance. Because luckily I did. Otherwise, I would be in debt like a billion dollars. You're probably... Like a billion dollars. You're really, really lucky that that was... You were in Canada and not America. Yeah, absolutely. Because a person I know, their son was skiing in Aspen, fell and broke the arm. They had travel insurance. Yeah. But... They had to pay up front. Fuck, yeah. Now, how much do you reckon for a broken arm? They got it back, but this is the money. I put it this way. I wouldn't have had the money to pay up front. Yeah. I'm it's gonna, not a stupid amount, but it's not. I'm going to say like it's a couple of grand at least, right? 
Higher. Real, uh, eight grand. Higher. Ten grand. Higher. For a broken arm. For a broken arm to be reset and cast. Jesus Christ! That's now insane. I'll just I'll set you. I'll give you a preset. Um, Rich Hall, brilliant comedian. Yeah. I just saw his show in Sydney recently. He tells a story where he went into a hospital, had an MRI, and got a prescription. Yeah. Ten. That was a ten thousand dollar. Holy shit. Yeah. The yeah. The system in America is fucked. Oh, yeah. So the broken arm, $25,000. $25,000. Now, and because it's you like... You could get a robot arm for that. You could. You could you get a bionic arm. You could get a robot arm for that. You could, yeah, you could almost hire a servant to replace... Like, you wouldn't... You could hire a butler for half a year. Yeah, see, I had to pay a little bit up front when I had to... Like, I had to pay a couple of grand, but not... That much, holy crap! Did you get, and you got that back? I got it all back. Yeah, thank God. Because uh, I have another friend who's you know actually Nick Foran. He's um shout out to Nick. He's he was on the guest early on. We I recorded with him in LA, um and when he first got to America because of health insurance, his plan was he had a one way ticket back to Australia. Yeah, because I mean he's living there versus you were how long like so how long do you go to like Canada like is it a Three, uh, four months? Normally about, yeah, three and a half months. Um, I did live over there for two years when I had my my uh, my youth visa, my experienced Canada visa. Uh, but I'm too old now, so I can't, uh, I'm not on that anymore. Oh, so I didn't know they had that visa. Yeah, What's so basically, basically if you're under 30, you can go there and just work for two years. Don't you feel we're victims of age discrimination? Like, yes, very much so. We can't yeah. get the, you can't do that visa in the UK. I you can't, can't use yeah, once you anymore. hit 30... It's like, it's the world is you're discriminated against. Like, yeah. what if I want to start backpacking now? You know, what if I want to say to my wife, hey, let's go backpacking. I'll, I want to hit the comedy circuit in London and really give it a red hot go. Do You know, why can't someone in their latish 30s do that? It's Some of us are late bloomers, okay? What happens if you hit 55? Yeah. You've had an all right career, not a great career. Like, you've got enough money, but not. And you think, you know what? I just want to go and backpack my way. You know, I want to f- pick fruit in... Do they do fruit picking overseas, or is that just our thing? Um, no, I feel like that's a thing. I'm sure that's a thing in Canada. Yeah, but you, have, you do it on, but while riding on a moose. On a moose. Yeah, <laughs> oh, I like that. What's um? So let's t- let's talk through. Like, was it last year? Was your last tour in Canada? Yeah, so I was there this time last year. So what? So what's the first festival you do? Um, the, I usually start in Montreal, yep. which is sort of my home base over there. It's where I lived when I lived in Canada a few years ago. Um, is that Montreal, like, as in, so you do the Montreal Fringe? Montreal big, Fringe Festival. Which is it's the world's it, biggest comedy festival, isn't it? No. Oh, they have the Just for Laughs Oh, Just for Festival, Laughs. which is one of the biggest. But yeah. do they run at the same time? Oh, this is a, di- no, this the, is a different No, Just for Laughs is a, about a month later. Oh, okay. Um, so it's a different but festival. I, I, I worked for Just for Laughs a few years ago. That's a really fucking fun festival. Yeah? Yeah, really, really good time. A lot of, like, just really cool... Big name acts and like lots of cool, weird, small shit as well. Who was the big? Did you go see any shows? I suppose if you're working, it'll make it. Yeah, hard. I did. Oh, I was working press, so I was oh. I was reviewing stuff. So oh, wow, um, nice. I got to um, see. Oh, Kyle Kinane was one of the bigger ones that nice. year. Uh, I saw some of the Who's Line dudes do a show. Oh, that'd be cool. That was pretty good. They're coming out for the Just for Last in Sydney, actually. That's cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, I can't. I, honestly, I can't remember. No, that's okay. Did acts, you? So you were reviewing shows. Yeah, which was really cool. I got to like interview a few people. I got to interview uh, Colin Mockery from Who's Line. Oh. I interviewed Sam Simmons uh, via phone. He was in LA at the time. Uh, yeah, it was great. It was really fun. Oh, did you know Sam prior to? 
that or yeah was, I did actually yeah. I met him in Melbourne like I think it was when he was doing like his first show first I think it was show. the year uh, when was your first Melbourne comedy festival Hmm, it is a good question. Mine was my first and only was 2007. Yeah. I think you might have done a year before. I think I had done at least one year before that year. So maybe 2005, maybe 2004. One of those two was my first year. Yeah, because I met you and I met the same time I met Jimmy James Eaton, who's also been on the podcast. Yeah. Um, it's um, yeah, it's it's all sort of just one big blurry festival. It I don't does. know what it's like for you now, but I I can sort of pinpoint it by thinking about the particular shows I did in what festival. Yeah, I haven't like I've done oh, I have done a lot of fests, but I generally I've done Melbourne Melbourne yeah. Fringe, Perth Comedy Festival. Yep. Then it's just been Sydney Comedy Festival, which I've done about eight times now. Sydney Fringe. I sort of I don't. I don't like risks, so the days of touring, I'd love to do the yeah. fest, but there is a lot of, I mean, how do you go with that? Like, it's, you know, I'm talking like, when I went to Perth, that was, I just covered my costs, and it's more the fact, yeah. Perth is up from Sydney, as you know, it's a, it's expensive flight. It is expensive, yeah. And I, I didn't realise, I was, because the year I did, it was the height of the mining boom. Ah, uh, those were the glory days of me not benefiting at all. Oh, you didn't benefit, because oh, I remember... The what was the Wednesday night festival club? It's this really awesome comedy show. Um, what did we have? Did we have up late? Was it up late live? Was I running it that year, or was it someone else? No, it was. Um, I think Joe was running it. It was. Uh, yeah. Was it Lazy Susan? What's no? That's the one out. Lazy Susan's is a venue. It would have yeah. been at the the Brass Monkey. I yes, think. the Brass Monkey. That's the one. Yeah. So I remember going in there and I'd meeting meeting a mate yeah. who since then has moved to Sydney. Funnily enough. And ordering a beer, and they go, "Oh, that's twelve dollars." I said, "No, no, just one." No, like, no, no. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's the same thing. When I was in Canada, beer and stuff, everything's so much cheaper over there. And I came back to Perth, and I went out uh, for lunch with my cousin. I was like, "I'll, I'll get the first round of drinks." I'm like, "Oh, just two pints of X, Y, Z, whatever it was." And they're like, "Oh, that's uh, twenty-two dollars." And I was like, "Eh, a scuzzy? What?" And this <laughs> was like, "Fucking hell!" Yeah, Perth was a shock. Like we went cause first day we got there, we were staying. I thought I got really cool accommodation. And it was pretty good. It was cheap. It was $99. There was three of us. Yeah. Wasn't the nicest hotel. It was in a good area. It was down the bottom of Kings Park near the ferry thing. Oh, okay. It was a good area, but it, yeah, it wasn't. My girlfriend at the time, who is now my wife. Oh, humble brag. Oh, uh, yeah, I'm pretty. Uh, look, that's, one thing that, that's one thing that wasn't happening last time I saw you. You didn't have a wife. Yeah, I know. You have a wife now. Yeah, I know. You I've know. got none wives. None wives? Yeah. <laughs> I say that's... Well, what's it like? What's married life like? Different? Or is it, it just is, the same? It's pretty but now good, you get to, to be honest. Cool it's ring. Yeah, no, the ring is... Have you ever worn a ring, worn jewellery of any type? Not really. I've got very, I've got very skinny uh, fingers. Yeah, well, the thing that people don't tell you and is when, when it's cold, your hands shrink. When it's hot, your hands expand. Huh. So on a cold day, my, the ring will fall. Because I don't like... Tight, like, this ring's loose-ish now. Like, it's yeah. not... It's good enough, like, if my hand swells, it it won't get stuck. But the flip side is, it just, cold day, it comes straight off. That's bad. Yeah, and it's... Because I think that's one of those things, if you lose your wedding ring, that's bad, isn't it? Well, when I went to buy it, um, you know, the lady at the store, I think she she's like... Because I was choosing, and she's laughing, and I go, why are you laughing so She goes, you're a guy, you will lose this six or seven times in your lifetime. And I'm wow. like, what? So I'm like, well, I've, she's set the bar now. That's a challenge. I'm, like, I'm 
dedicated. But yeah. I did. But that's so that's still your original it's wedding. Original ring? wedding. I've okay. come close once. Yeah. It. Um. Yeah. I was at. I was doing a work job and. I couldn't find it. I checked bins. I checked an hour, and I'm like, oh. And it was pretty soon after we were married. And then one of the other people just came up and gave me a tap on the shoulder and a wink and just handed it to me. Oh, I'd man. taken it off while I was reading the paper at lunch and left and must have turned the page. Uh, so, right. yeah, it came back. But, yeah, I don't, you know, I'm expecting, I don't know. I've. Do you lose much stuff? Um, not really. I'm a little bit OCD. So, like, in my, if you see my apartment, it's all very, like, compartmentalized. Oh, and I wow. know where everything is and... You know, it's not necessarily very tidy, but I know where everything is. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I mean, like, have you lost wallet keys? Nothing springs to mind. I lose my work pass every now and then, and I have to get someone else to buzz me in. Yeah. But, um... So, I've lost, yeah. I've lost my wallet twice. Yeah. Both times, it's the same... It's at the gym. Oh, okay. Once, I don't think I lost it. It was stolen. The other time... I must have put it in the wrong locker when I was getting changed and when I went back and my keys I lost once or twice. But yeah, I'm not like, I'm not a lo- lose things type of guy. Like I've never, touch wood, I haven't lost my phone. Yeah. But yeah, it's, so yeah, hopefully the wedding ring will stay on. But apart from that, wedding's good. The weddings are fun. We had Great. a good party, expensive party. Cause yeah, you got to shout everyone. Sure, you get some gifts back and all that. How many toasters did you get? Heaps? Oh, we had, um... My wife is of Chinese background, yeah. so we went the wishing well. I, what does that mean? I well, don't know what that it's, means. What you mean is no gift necessary. Come have fun. Yeah. If you'd like to contribute, put some money in a oh, wishing well. Okay. So we had like a birdcage people put in envelopes. Okay. And it's is, that gen- kind of, is that kind of like a Chinese tradition? It's more thing? Chinese, but it's come into Western culture. Okay. Like I don't think I've been to a wedding now where I've... The only one I've been to, my mate's about... Oh, jeez. That's about 10 years. No, it was longer than that. It's about... She's my mate's been married like 13 years. Wow. Um, it was a wedding registry, and I don't like wedding registry. Have you ever have you been to a wedding registry? I've been to a couple, yeah. Because I remember I got there late, and there was only like three things left. And one was like $120 um, champagne glasses. And I'm like, I can get nicer ones yeah. at like the outlets for cheap. I could buy... But yeah, I ended up paying for this over... I hope they enjoyed them. But yeah, I didn't like... Because I don't mind, like, if you said you've got to spend $120 on your mate, yeah. I'd get them a really good... Some, I'd get value for money. Yeah. Like, if they wanted champagne glasses, I'd get the best. But these were just generic. They weren't interesting. They were just, yeah. Boring. So, yeah. So, I guess if you, when you get married, if you do, no, no pressure. Hey, fingers, fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Yeah. Well, I'm a few steps away, but I'm working on it. Yeah. yeah. Just, yeah. just got to meet someone. Get, yeah, that's, yeah, part, that's, that's the next good. step. Yeah. Oh, look, ladies, if you're listening, or, or gentle, I don't know. I, I, so I, assume, I, I think you've had a girlfriend. That's why I apologize. I have. For, I've had several. I know. Like yeah. I'm not. It's we're in a gray area now. Like I can't assume anymore. I know. And well, which is good. I well, should. It's 1996. You can't assume these things anymore. <laughs> yeah. No. I like. I like ladies. That's. Well, I love them. Yeah. yeah. But so if you do, <laughs> we've got this has gone in a weird place. No, no. Let's keep going down this path. Let's. Yeah. Let's list all of the ladies that I've loved, and then you rank them out of ten based just we on are, their name. I thought, we, oh, you took that a different time. I thought we were just going to reenact High Fidelity. Oh, sure. I mean... My I, favorite book, by the way. Great book. Yeah. Great film, too. Yeah. Oh, don't you wish, though, they... I would love it redone in England. Yeah, because it's the book set in England. Yeah. yeah. Like, I, in my head, it's Dylan Moran as oh, John Cusack. he would be great in that yeah. role. Wouldn't he? Yeah, he would be I so I mean, good. even... You could almost do it with... Um, the Black Books the, cast. Yeah, the cast. <laughs> yeah, Bill Bailey as 
Jack Black. Yeah. Who would they? Who would we? Um, as Dick, the other store guy. I think Stephen Merchant. Yes, that could work. Oh, that's good. Or the guy who played Gareth in The Office. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, he could be good. Uh, Mackenzie, something. Oh wow, no, that's I'm impressed. Yeah, he's got like the law. Anytime he, I'd say Father of the Bride went thing. It's like Mackenzie Banks. What's yeah. a law firm? Um, yeah, that would be good. I would watch that. Yeah, I think let's get that. Should we do a Kickstarter? Let's do a do Kickstarter. You call Dylan Moran. Well, it's I'll call my close personal friend Bill Bailey. You say that yeah. 2007 that year. Um, this is name drop time. Yeah, brace yourselves, kids. Were you remember? I remember because it was my first festival. I did everything. They're like, "There's a press launch. Come along." I'm like, "Oh sweet, yeah. I'll go along." So I went in there, and I'm just, I was just talking to this guy, having a chat. We're laughing, we're joking, talking for about ten minutes. I was having a really good conversation. Yeah. Then my mate Eddie comes along, Eddie Ift, and he introduced. Oh, yeah. He goes, "Oh, Mark, you met Dylan," and I realised I'd been talking to Dylan Moran. Oh, really? Yeah, for 10 whole minutes without realizing who he was. Oh, that's amazing. And then my witty, and in my head I say witty, this great, it was a good conversation. Yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't after that point. I'm like, uh, yeah, black books. And yeah, it just, yeah, it killed it from there. Yeah. That's, that's one of the first things that I really enjoyed about comedy festivals, like how approachable a lot of like the big name acts yeah. were. And like some of them were like very supportive of, of mm. me in those first couple of years. Like I remember hanging out with like uh, Charlie Pickering and he, he came to see my show and like he gave me some like really good advice like really early oh, on and like good. the dudes from like Tripod and like Justin yeah. the Bedroom Philosopher. I ended yeah. up, you know, sort of doing some random gigs with those guys and yeah, really, really nice people that were like just so willing to chat mm. to, I wasn't, you know, yeah. not that I'm anybody now, but I was a real nobody then. Well, I remember, um, yeah, you say that, because I remember my show was on... At the you were doing the MWO show that year, right? Yeah, Quarter Life Crisis. Yeah. Yeah, that was when I had a, a stage name. Yeah. I like, yeah. It's, uh, that's what happens when you're a wrestling fan, you get into comedy, you're like, I need a stage name. Yeah. And mine was the MWO show, which... That's yeah. why I, w I performed under the name uh, Thunder Thundercock. Thundercock. For a few <laughs> yeah. years, but didn't quite Then there was that on. censoring issues, yeah. you know, yeah. It was hard to get those sweet church gigs. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they found it hard to swallow Thundercock. Hey, hey, but I'm you're saying like my show. I was on at eight o'clock at this nightclub, and Adam Hills was on at the same time in a much bigger room. And I remember we'd finish at the same time. Yeah, and he'd always every night, how'd you go? How'd you go? And you know, well, how many did you get? And like I was, I think my I had one night where I had like thirty people. Yeah, my venue was only like a forty seater, so that's good. And then yeah. like most of my crowds were five or six people. Yeah, but. He was just, he was so excited. And yeah, it's right. Just, that's what comedy is best. The community aspect of it. Like, he was more excited. You know, he's performing to the town hall, sold out. And he's brilliant. If you haven't seen an Adam Hills show, I think he's got a book coming out too. I think he does, yeah. Yeah, and it's... it's yeah, he's nice. Yeah, he's a good guy. But that's the thing. It's, yeah, the best thing about the festival. It's, yeah, it's a community. Yeah. What's it like in, like, over in the... Um, Canadian. Yeah, the Canadians? For some reason, the word Canadian doesn't sound right. I think because it yeah. was... Who was it said it called it Canadia? I don't know. But it was like... I turned my head ever since then. I'm like, Canadian? Yeah. So what's it like? Like in the festivals, is it big name? Out, is great. it... Are um, you seeing people from like you, locals? The or? Canadian like fringe circuit is very different to the circuit here in Australia. Like it's not... There's no like... 
I mean, there is to a little extent, but mostly there's no such thing as like a big act and a small act. The way they schedule it all is like there's a, a lottery system to be in the festival, right? And then you get a venue and you get X amount of shows and sort of a certain amount of time slots. And it's sort of like all even. So it doesn't matter if you're like really well traveled or if it's your first year, everybody gets like the same amount of potential audience members, the same like couple of good time slots, same couple of shit time slots. Oh, wow. And it's like a very even playing field. So there's a lot less like competition to be like, there's not like I'm up against Arj Barker or, you know, some bullshit like that where obviously he's going to suck up 800 people and I'm going to struggle to get 40. Um, everyone has a, like an equal chance to do really well, which is what makes it really fair. There are a few acts that um, bring their own, that do a thing called bring your own venue, which is basically instead of being as part of that lottery system, you pay more money to have your own venue, which means you can do the same time slot every night and attempt potentially, you know, have a much bigger theatre. If yeah. you're a big name act and you can pull in that. So there's a little bit of that, but for the most part, it's like, it's just really fair. And it's wow. just like, everyone's there to help each other out. Like not, it's not, uh, you know, we're not competing against each other. Everyone's just trying to like pimp each other's shows and just make sure that everyone has a good time. Whereas here in Australia, I feel like there's a lot more like competition it is like it's. It. I mean, like it, everyone's really out for themselves. How is it for cost? Like, are they because it? Let's just use. We'll use Melbourne as the benchmark because I don't want to burn bridges with Sydney. Hello, yeah. Sydney, if you're listening. We I love you. Sydney. You're my favourite festival, especially Bondi Feast. Oh boy, what a great festival! I haven't done. You, they haven't booked me yet, so I you you praise ahead. I'm indifferent. Yeah. But if you want to book me Bondi Feast, call me. <laughs> but like the Melbourne Comedy Festival, you've got to pay your rego fee up front, which yep. when we did it was I think four fifty. I think it's up to about six or seven hundred now. Yeah, it's it's definitely at least five hundred. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll call it it's like five hundred dollars. Then you've obviously got to sort your accommodation. Then you've got your um like you most of you gotta obviously gotta pay your buy flyers, posters. Yep. Um a couple of hundred. Yeah, and then you've got to, um, your venue, like you, most venue, the year I did it, I had a free venue. Those days are long, Yeah, long. I've had a few free venues in the past, but not for a while. And now it's either you're either going to have like a ticket split deal or a straight hire fee. I didn't know they night. did ticket split. Some do, it oh, depends. Okay. Some of the indie, indie venues do. The That's festival good. managed venues, not so much. Yeah, like, so you're looking at ballpark figure anywhere from probably 100 to 200 a night. Yeah. And that's a night. Now, when I did Melbourne, I did 25 shows. Yeah. So, you just do the maths on that. It's a lot of money. Yeah. Now, you of course, you sell tickets, you make money. But the other thing, too, is it might, it's changed a lot. It depends who you use. Back then, you sell your tickets. You, didn't, you don't get that money for about three months afterwards. No. So, you've outlaid all this money. So, potentially, you outlay five grand... You might make you. Hopefully, you'll make more. But yeah, it's a long time between. You know, you can't tell your real estate agent, "I'll pay you when I get paid." So it's it is really it's a big investment. Yeah, the the Canadian circuit's a little bit different. Basically, like you still have a lot of the same costs. You know, especially mm. if you're coming from Australia. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know, flights are your main one. You're gonna pay somewhere between six and eight hundred dollars Canadian for the festival. But what that gets you, it gets you a venue and it gets you between probably six and eight time slots. Uh, it gets you in the program. Uh, and usually they'll build, the festival will bill at you as well, so they'll sort out accommodation oh, for really? you. Really? It'll be like staying in someone's spare room, uh, that, you know, someone that works for the festival or volunteers for the festival, but, you know, you don't have to book that. So what you get for that, for that festival fee is so much more... That's, uh, yeah. that's and then you're awesome. And you're not paying for, you know, you're not paying for venue, you're not paying for a tech. 
as well. That's like all included. All inclusive. So it's, yeah, wow. it's all very uh, inclusive and very, wow, very, that's, very cool. Yeah, that, that's pretty impressive. Wow, I think you've just... I can hear... Uh, that being said, don't overflow the market. Yeah, I'm I just like going, going, you're really... In fact, Mark, cut this bit, please. Yeah, cut Matt, it. Matt, t- cut this bit. Cut all of this. So, which fe- so yeah. how many festivals do you do? Like, so So you start on... Was, did you say the East or the West Coast? Um, I normally start... Uh, let's see. Uh, normally start on the East Coast and head... So, we do Montreal. West. So, we're in Montreal. Montreal and then sort of like Ottawa, Toronto, Saskatoon, Calgary... Uh, what other ones? Uh, Winnipeg, Edmonton, Victoria, Vancouver is sort of roughly most of the big ones. See, I I've know. Definitely missed a few. Now we talked about this before the podcast. My geography knowledge of um, Canada comes from professional wrestling. Sure. So <laughs> we can we can name yeah. some of those cities, and I can tell you the wrestlers that came from there or who worked the territories. Mm-hmm. So Calgary is obviously Bret the Hitman Hart and Lance Storm. Okay. Um, what about Winnipeg? Who's from Winnipeg? Winnipeg is Rowdy Roddy Piper. Oh, really? He's not... It was an act. He was Canadian. Oh. Um, the I current IWGP champion, Kenny Omega's from Winnipeg. Okay. Winnipeg, sorry. Yeah. Winnipeg. Don't say it weird, man. Oh, what about... Uh, maybe I'm thinking it should be named after Winnie Cooper from the Wonder Years. Oh, yeah. Winnipeg, because we'd all like to peg her, let's sure. be honest. Sure. Did you see her when she popped up on How I Met Your Mother? Uh, no, I didn't. I didn't know she was on that show. Yeah, she was. Have you, I, did fo- you I follow her on Instagram, though. Oh, you do? She's still... She's written, like, maths textbooks. She's... Yeah, she's, like, s- super she's very smart. Bri- it's, it must be the thing about those... Because, um... What's her name? Blossom, who's now in the Big Bang Theory. She's got a doctorate in, like, neuroscience. Yeah. Like, her, um... Yeah, I think that was a, the educated generation of TV stars. Apparently so. Yeah, there we go. So, yeah, did you watch How I Met Your Mother? Not, not really. It's a good show. Yeah, it's. I know. Like, it's. Yeah, I'd. I'd recommend it just for the her cameo in it is Great. alone. Yeah. All right. Uh, no, I've seen bits and pieces of it. It's worth follow. Like, if you next time when you're flying to Canada next year, I watch it on the plane. Yeah, I feel just, like it's a, show it's a watch binge on the plane. watch. Yeah, you can yeah. sort of sit there. Just you know, you might fall for the Barney character. Just don't don't you know be imitating him for the whole journey. Otherwise, you might get asked to leave the plane. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. But yeah. So that so now so Winnipeg name this could be a, this could be a, a new segment name yeah. the town, who's from that town? Yeah, so we've done Winnipeg. What's um, anyone from Edmonton? Sadly, yes. Yes, um, Chris Benoit. Oh, uh, why sadly? He was my favourite wrestler. What did he do? How did he hurt you? Oh, oh did he do some bad crimes or something? He murdered his son, his wife, oh. and himself. Yeah. Oh Jesus Christ! Yes. Yeah. It really <laughs> it. I was expecting like maybe a sex scandal story. No, yeah, I was. I, that was only much it was. Yeah, was it was expecting. pretty. And then they, when they did the autopsy, yeah, he had a lot of problems. Holy yeah, shit! It's, I honestly, it's this. You'll you'll appreciate this one. The week that happened was what year was Transformers movie? The original one, one or no, the Michael Bay? The Bay one. I don't know. Two thousand seven. I want to say. Maybe. I think it was maybe before. I think it was six back. or five. Like it's it was before Melbourne. Nah. Anyway. It was around that time. Yeah. When Benoit, like, Benoit was my favorite wrestler. Like, I'll, up until that point, all my passwords for computers were Benoit44, or like variations right, so of that. So if you guys heard that, just try log into any of Mark's old stuff. Try his uh, Yahoo account. Try his Hotmail. Yeah, try uh, his, Benoit. Try his GeoCities account. And if you, if any Geo-C- of his, I, never, I wasn't good at I didn't have GeoCities. Try his MySpace account. Oh, that's probably still there, guys. Hack it. Hack it now. Hack the system. Hack the world. 
I was funny. So I was thinking about um, set it, resetting up my MySpace page just because I hate it's Instagram. It's still there, man. It's You're still on Instagram. There. I don't like Instagram. Why? Why don't you like it? I don't. Li- I'm not a picture. I like Twitter. Twitter's my favorite. Yeah, it's short. You're it's a jokes, text man. Jokes and news. I don't like photos. Like I'm, like I like. Yeah, I don't want to be scrolling through photos of. I mean, some people like I follow you when you're over in Edmonton yeah. or the whatnot. But yeah, it's just it's not my thing. Fair enough. I like I like Twitter. I feel like it's just like it used to be a lot more fun. Now it's just a lot of people yelling at each other. A lot of outrage. Um, but you know, I originally started. Uh, I joined up Twitter because I wanted to read Kanye West tweets when he was just like <laughs> losing his shit back in the day. Uh, so I joined Still Twitter gone. because of that. And now I'm like, I'm like well into the like, I think I've done over like 25,000 tweets or something now. Well, I'm onto my second Twitter account because oh, yeah. my first one, which was... Because you hacked it because you have just a no, wrestler. No, I got hacked. Just wrestle names. Was, or no, it was all politics. Yeah. Election night when Turnbull won the last election. Yeah. I woke up the next morning. I must have annoyed someone because someone had hacked my password. Yeah. And my recovery password was set to an old email oh. that I had long ago forgotten about. So I could never get it back. It's still there. MW underscore underscore OH is still going, but that account is dead. Report uh-huh. there. But so then I have a new one, and I don't have the followers I used to have, and I don't have the because you know you'd have some famousish followers, uh, a couple, yeah. But yeah. I lost all them, and it's I feel weird because I'm like I don't want to go. Hey Will, can you follow me back, man? Like Will, Will used to, because you know, we yeah, kind, yeah. kind of something. He's, he's, I'd call him a friend. Yeah, he's, a, he's in my phone anyway. But yeah, I can't. You can't sort of get those back. You got to do it organically. Yeah, well, I mean, just go, just go follow all the people that you want to follow, and if yeah, got, you know, yeah, just follow your heart. Yeah, do some sweet tweets. Well, now that I you like can a, tweet like twice as much now. Oh, you can tweet, and you're more offensive now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I put I put a picture of a, a boob on the Twitter the other day. Oh Still wow! Still there. I, I did, did a, I put a who I did a who wore it better tweet. Uh, one side was a, just a picture of just a boob, and the other side was a picture of Donald Trump uh, looking like a boob. Hashtag boob. Oh nice. What's yeah. um for those who want to follow you? What's your your Twitter it's handle? It's just my name now. So it's just at Shane Adamsack. S H A N E A D A M C Z A K. There you go. And I'm at M W Chat Show. So follow us on Twitter. Give us. Follow us on Twitter. Just come on. Rather than just on the street, no, I'm getting sick of just that. Just do it. Just follow us on Twitter. Give us some sweet likes. And follow us. And some Sh- retweets. Are you Shane Adamsack on Instagram too? I'm, yeah, I'm just my name on, on pretty much everything now. Yeah? Yeah. Branding. It's all yeah. about the brand. All about that sweet, sweet, hard to spell Polish last name. The kids <laughs> love it. Follow us on social media. Just give us a couple of clicks. You've done your family tree. Like, the, obviously, you know, it's po- Polish. On my dad's side, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, like, how back... How far back? Not that far. I mean, I know, like, pretty much as far back as my grandparents. Oh. Uh, but you'd be interested to, to look into it. Because my mum's side is Mauritian. I'm a weird mix of shit, Well, wow, that's a Mauritian. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, my, my, uh, my mum's side of the family were, like, island people. Oh, wow. And my dad's side of the people were, like, running away from the Nazi people. Yeah, so. well, I'd say I haven't. I've sort of half. I'm one of those people who does things half-assed. As anyone who's ever heard, yeah, w- listening to this podcast, I'm the one who edits it. So you'll you'll know you'll pick that up pretty quickly. What, I kinda what would l- it take for me to make an edit point happen now? Like what? I'd have to say something like quite offensive or what? I think we've got a couple already, to be honest. Yeah, great. The yeah, the guess the musical comedian one might get cut. <laughs> yeah, great. But yeah, that's fine. No. but um. No. So if I was to say, um, 
you reckon that would get cut out? You just put it, you just cut that then, didn't you? <laughs> you <laughs> I knew you'd cut that, you bastard. Oh, that's good. That's yeah. good. But then the, I'll have to. You have to sort of do the sloppy audio. Like, yeah, you're gonna c- cut that. Like, I can't, so I, I can't do. I haven't got. The, I just like are oh, close enough. Yeah. But so I half-assed it. Like I started on Ancestry. I did the free trial on Ancestry.com. Oh yeah. And I went back a little. I, my family's got German heritage in there somewhere. Okay. Like, I, but I don't. I don't really want to dig that too far. Like, I mean, we've been like I, my family when I was born. My great great grandmother was still alive, so I made wow. like the papers like there's five generations still going because we got. Yeah, that's huge. I'm from Tassie. It's good genes down there. I know everyone bags us for having very limited genes, but yeah, we you know my our. I our didn't life, actually. I didn't realize you were from Tasmania. Originally. Didn't you? No. Yeah, no, I'm Tassie boy. Oh, I hate you now. Yeah, well, that's it. It's all well. Most of the that's the thing. <laughs> if I was to discriminate against you, if I was to start making Polish jokes or Mauritian jokes, yeah, that's racist. If you start hitting me with inbred Tasmanian jokes, no one's got a problem with it. Because, ah, you're good little Aussie battlers. Yeah. It's a weird mentality, isn't it, how all the different states just rag on each other for different reasons? Yeah, it's pretty Mostly unjustified. Like, it's such a stereotype that, you know, it's just uh, Tasmania's all apples and inbred. Yeah. Yeah. Well, is it, is it Sandgroper, the Perth West Australians? Yeah, I don't even know. I don't know what that is. I don't even know what that means. We do have a lot of sand. Yeah, I mean, are you groping sand? I mean, I thought you'd be I'd like. You'd be, I'd be more scared of the sharks over there. You guys have some serious shark attacks. Yeah, we got some sweet sharks over there. Actually, that's one thing. Like, so I remember when I went over to Perth. Sweet sharks in the streets. Street sharks beneath the sheets. Hey, how is this man single, ladies and gentlemen? <laughs> I, I can. Where do I start? Where do I start? <laughs> yeah. We'll we'll get the couch out. That's the next. Well, this will be a two-part episode. Where yeah, do we great. start? But um, yeah, because I remember when we went to Cottesloe Beach when we went to Perth. Yeah, lovely and beach. Yeah, there's a big sign in the dunes, beware poisonous snakes. Yeah. And then you've got, like, deadly sharks out there. I'm like, whoa, you, you people must be tough or insane. Look, every time... I have quite a lot of friends from Canada that have come over to stay. And the first thing, they're always like, oh, I'm really worried about the sharks. I'm really worried about spiders and snakes. And I'm just like, I tell them the same thing every time. Just don't go near them. Just don't touch them and you'll be fine. That is fair. Well, I was in... Um, when I was in Santa Monica... I was on a bus with... Oh, humble, bro. I know, humble. Yeah, just, I'm doing very well for myself. <laughs> this was like four years ago. Um, I was on a public bus, for starters. But Ooh. I was there with Nick Foran, who I, I think I mentioned earlier. Yeah. We were going to Santa Monica. We were just chatting away, two Aussie dudes. And this homeless guy who was living in the back seat goes, Oh, you're Australians. You must be over here to get away from the sharks. Shark attacks. Hey, you're going to the beach to swim. And I'm like, no, nah, we swam before. He goes, no, don't give that boy. Uh, he said, boy, I'm not. like, Yeah, yeah. He, yeah. And he's like, you can't swim. He was obsessed. He thought you could not swim in Australia because of the shark attacks. That's all he knew of Australia. Yeah, in the Northern Territory, maybe. Yeah. But that's because of the crocs. Yeah, the crocs or jellyfish are probably. I'm more worried of a jellyfish at a beach than a shark. Yeah. Just don't swim in the Northern Territory. Everywhere else is pretty much fine. Actually, and more humble brag, we were in Cairns um, earlier this oh, year. Oh, you big bad. Oh, look at you, Mr. Mr. I've been to Canada. <laughs> or I've been, we can, you, yeah. Your passport's more stamped than mine. But um, we were diving. I was diving on the reef. Um, my brother-in-law, my sister-in-law, we we're all there. And we're looking down and I see a shark. Yeah. Now, it's it wasn't big. It was probably not quite my size, but not far off it. It okay. had a white tip. And it looked sharky shark, shark. So and I like just probably, probably like a five-footer, you reckon? Maybe three and a half, four. Okay. But still, it looked like a shark. And there's fish everywhere. And I'm like, small shark means big shark. And I sort of, 
it was almost Scooby Doo. Like, like I get out of the water and I look at my brother-in-law and I said, yeah. "We're like, yeah, 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 we should go in now. We swim. so we could swim it in." And I was like, "It was a reef shark, and yeah. it was apparently pretty harmless, but it's pretty scary to see." No, shark's a shark, man. Yeah, if there's I know. a shark in the water. I don't want to be in that water. Yeah, I was out pretty quick after that. Yeah, and yeah, it was. So yeah, I can see. Thankfully, it was only a reef shark, not like a bitey McBite shark. Yeah. But yeah, the snake. Have you, you seen a snake in the wild? Uh, I don't think I have, to be honest. Huh? I have. We have tiger snakes in Tassie. Yeah, okay. I've, when I was like five, I was standing next to one, and my dad's like, "Oh, just come over." He did the, "Let's go over here. Let's let's go away." And then he yeah. goes, "When he when I did, I'm like, what?" And then he points what I was standing next. To. I'm like, "Oh, yeah, that's probably good work, Dad." Yeah. yeah wow. He stopped there. You let me near it in the first place, but you got me back. Yeah. But yeah, what 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 else we got? Jellyfish are what scare me because yeah. you can't see them. Yeah, and that hurts like fuck when you get sung by one. Yeah, and some of them can kill you. Yeah. What other killer thing? I've, I haven't drop, seen a crocodile. Drop bears. Drop bears, yeah. Drop bears are pretty brutal. Yeah. Thanks. Ibis. I wouldn't fuck with an ibis. Oh, the old bin chicken. Yeah. I've got a hooked beak. They are the biggest wimpy birds ever. Yeah, but if one pecked you in the face, you nah. wouldn't be... Like, if it's beak went in your mouth... Dude, again, when I was It'd in... It'd be pretty gross. Dude, in Cairns, I was holding a macaw parrot. Oh, yeah. They were... T- yeah, ibis are the biggest wimps in the world. I'm not, I'm not afraid of an ibis. All right. I haven't it's seen a croc... Challenge officially. If any ibis... Ibisai are listening... Bye bye. Uh, take him out. Yeah. If you guys all work together. It's Hyde Park. We're near... We should mention our surrounds. I've given you a nice view for a studio. Yeah. Lo- overlooking Hyde Park. It's quite nice, actually. So, if, those, if anyone ever wants to go visit, where do we record this podcast? It's the Westfield Food Court. Yeah, do the Sydney walking tour, walking of, tour. of where the podcast happens. Yeah, we, we visit the old venue, which it's funny. Like, because we used to record in my share house. You stayed there once or twice, didn't I you? I stayed there like twice, yeah. Yeah. Um, I officially, I do technically still have keys to that place, but right, let's I go. That, yeah, we could just go and go. Excuse me, we're just going reminiscing for old times' sake. Do you know the people that live there now? No, oh. no I haven't lived there for three years. So okay, they, it's an insane amount of money what they're renting that out for. These could days. be problematic if we just break in though. Yeah. Well, but is it if potentially I have keys, great content? I have keys. It would be good. Yeah, I think we'd need a camera though. Like, yeah, yeah, we'd want to film. Actually, if you look, I did this a couple of weeks ago. I um, I was just. I was reminiscing in my childhood and I googled my nan's old house. Oh, yeah. It's been flipped. My nan's house, like, house, they've renovated it. Yeah. The wonderful kitchen with all the memories. It's now open plan. It's granite. It's, they've oh, killed, wow. they've done a great job, but they've killed my nan's house. They've flipped it. Oh, what a bummer. It's, if you ever want to feel upset, just start yeah. googling, like, how, if you, do you I've grow up in the one I've, house? I've lived in two. Two share houses. Well, I've lived in lots of share houses, but two specific ones where we eventually had to move out because they wanted to tear it down oh. and build something else. And both of those new places are the most hideous buildings I've ever seen. Yeah. And there these beautiful old, you know, little uh, townhouses and share houses that are now just like some disgusting monstrosities. It's happened a few times now. Yeah. Mm. Well, the former Edge HQ where, where I used to record, where you stayed. Yeah. They, when we, because they always told us, because I was there 10 years, and they're like, when you move out, we'll renovate. To, if you rent, if you're listening out there and you rented former Edge HQ, oh, I can give the address out now. Forty One Edward Street, Darlington. They did the just cheap don't look below the floorboards because that's where he hid the bodies. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and there are bodies. But they did the cheat. They put a dash of coat, a paint of coat on, a coat, a coat of, paint? of paint. Yeah, that's the word. Yeah, but they did slap dash. They painted it. Yeah, put on some laminate flooring. They did not like in the picture I saw on the real estate. 
The bench, which is warped from wood, is still there. Great. The moulds, I know, is they haven't done a proper job. So it's yeah, you're they just painted over the mould. You're essentially paying nine hundred and sixty dollars a week. Whoa. For an under renovated house, so filled with dead bodies, but and probably yeah. some ghosts. Yeah. But flip side, some famous comedians have stayed. There's Shane Me. Adams, Zach. I'm yeah. Very famous. I have been on one very big commercial, guys. So. Kind of a big deal. Yeah, he's huge. I stayed in the spare room. Have you been to Medicine Hat? <laughs> I haven't, but that is a real place. Yeah, I know. It's yeah. Again, wrestling. I drove through it. Do you know there's a giant? Isn't is that the one that's got the giant statue of the dinosaur? Um, I think that is in Medicine Hat. Yeah, I could be wrong. They have quite a few. What what did we see? Oh, fuck, I can't remember. We we saw a few giant things along the way. I feel like there was a there was a uh, a donkey or a horse. Oh. Is that a prawn, maybe? Why don't they advertise these things in Canada? I don't know. I don't. I feel like I don't get very excited by giant things as much as I used to well, when I was a kid. You've been in Australia. We've got giant everything. Yeah, I feel like I've seen all the Australian ones. Yeah. Oh, really? I think so. Oh, we need to get former guest Peter Green on because his mission is to go to every single one. There's uh, a lot. Yeah. There's. Have you been to the big prawn? Yeah, I think so. Um, I'm trying to think of the obscure. Obviously, you've been to the big, um, the one in Goulburn, the big sheep. The sh- yeah, and the. I've definitely seen the banana, and I think in Queensland there's a big mango. Pineapple? Where's the big pineapple? That's in um, Sunshine Coast. Maybe not. Oh, there but you go. I'm about to go to the Sunshine Coast, so maybe I'll tick that off my I've list. I've seen in a the big weeks. pineapple. Um, the one how that big br- is it? It's not that big. The like one how, that, no. big, how big would the pizza be that goes with that pineapple? Oh. Are we talking like a football field? Nah, not quite. Okay. The one that really disappoints me is the big merino in Goulburn. Oh, yeah. Where I get there and I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? This is it? Yeah. Because it's like two, what, two, three stories? I thought it should be able to be seen from like a bigger... And you know what's worse? It, you, when you go in there, they've got a gift shop. Yeah. Full of possum wool products. Oh, really? Not wool. Poss- they're promoting possum wool in the big merino. What a load of... I hate this country. Yeah. It's gone. It's political correctness gone mad. It is. That's what it is. Well, it is. Look, we can sit here ranting about all the big things we've seen. <laughs> we're so old. I know. We're old men. 2007. Are, you, are, you all, are we the same age? I think we I've are. I've got a couple of years on you. Oh, great. No. I think I'm the same. Are you? I think Jimmy and I are the same. Jimmy James Eaton are the yeah, same. Yeah, he's a couple yeah. of years older than me. Yeah. John's... I forget how he's... John he's, Robinson. John Robinson's 55. Yeah. Did but, you know that? But he's actually really younger than that. Like, I found out how young he was recently because we should probably save this part for the later on. You'll cut this bit. No, I won't. Okay, well, I'll, I say, ta- John's I'll, got I'll lots say some of racist followers. stuff so that you remember to cut it. Well, there, well, either that or I just submit it to Sky News and I've got oh, my own. Oh, and then I look really You're the racist. new host. Oh, oh, great. Getting old, getting racist with Shane Adams, Zach and Mark Williamson. There you go. Yeah, it'd be all right. Oh, it'd be great. You won't be touring Canada anymore. You'll be doing the RSL circuit. Ugh. Oh, that would not be... Yeah. yeah. Well, there you go. Shane. Okay, fine. I won't be racist. Oh, there you go. All it took is the threat of having to go into an RSL. Yeah. Well, Shane, good to catch up with you. So hey, it's been it's been fun. Thanks for taking me on this very romantic fourth date. I know. Here in this fancy... It is a very oh. fancy food court. Uh, and technically, the fifth date's going to be this Friday night, the Ballad of Frank Allen. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I'll see you there, man. That'll be good. We'll so follow him on Twitter, on Insta, on all... Th- it's follow, at Shane Come Adams, on, guys. Like. Just follow me on the stuff. Yeah. 
Follow him wherever he may go. If you're Say, in, oh, and if you're in you Canada next year, check it out. You got any ideas for what show or you just... I might be bringing an old one back. I might be doing one of the old Zach Adams shows, actually. Oh, Zach yeah. Adams. I highly recommend it. Well, Shane, good to, good to talk. It's been a pleasure. Good to chat. And thank you guys for listening. I guess I'll hit the music. Music.